introduced a verse from John 13 as something of the, the banner verse that stands over these three holy days, what the church calls the triduum, the three holy days. John recorded in chapter 13, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Tonight we're gathered to once again give witness to what it meant, what it looked like for Jesus to love his own, to love us to the very end. As we hear the testimony tonight of St. John, one of the eyewitnesses to the events that he records, we see the, the spotlight, not unlike this, we see the spotlight shining clearly and squarely upon the cross. That image of, of a lone spotlight on a darkened stage is, is sort of an, an apt image of the way John tells his story. Remember, this is the evangelist who began his work by declaring, the light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. As John proceeds in telling the story, you you can sort of see it in your mind's eye playing out on the stage of, of human history. In the real world, a drama where the stage lights seem to be getting darker and darker as the story progresses. As Jesus progressed through his ministry and and faced increasing misunderstanding, crowds following and then turning away when he said things like, for my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink, John 6.55, turning away because they didn't understand Jesus and they were offended at his saying. Even his closest disciples misunderstand him at times. He warns them, beware the yeast of the Pharisees. And then he asked to about 30 seconds later, go, guys, I'm not talking about literal bread. The lights grow dimmer still as Jesus finds the conflict with the religious hierarchy in Jerusalem and even in Galilee intensifying. Until this point in the drama that we've read about this evening where the darkness has become almost complete. The Jewish leaders collude in a way that had never been seen before. Collude even with the Roman occupier, unheard of. The disciples scatter. One of his closest friends, Peter, denies him three times. The darkness is nearly complete. Yet loving his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Like a single candle illuminating a darkened room, the spotlight on the cross alone shines all the brighter for the darkness that surrounds it. What appears at first glance to be tragic defeat shines forth, in fact, as a moment of singular glory in the history of creation. Brothers and sisters, this is what love looks like. This right here is what it means to be loved to the very end. To know that there is no length that God will not go to in order to demonstrate his love for you. To know that there is no length that you can go to that is out of the reach of God's love. Often in our lives, we encounter circumstances. We walk through difficulties, 
dark times. And it's not uncommon in those places to begin to question, well, pretty much everything. Question even things like, is God good? And if he's good, does he really love me? Because this sure does not feel loving. But friends, if and when you ever find yourself in that place of questioning whether or not the God of the universe loves you, look to the cross. Look to the cross. He has done everything for you. He laid it all down, gave his very life to show you his love. And there is power in his cross. Power in God's irrefutable demonstration of his love. Power to break bonds. Now all of us, all of us, to greater or lesser degrees, are bound up by things that would draw us away from fully experiencing this love of God. There are the messages that we received and internalized even at very early ages, the shame messaging that kind of keeps whispering, keeps repeating, never good enough, never pretty enough, never smart enough, never successful enough, whispering those lies in our ears. There are scars, wounds received at the hands of others, Wounds that sometimes form emotional and spiritual scar tissue that gets in the way of our believing and trusting in God's love for us. There are patterns of behavior that we have formed. There are addictions, not just to substances, to wealth, to our stuff, to food, to media, to praise. Addictions we feed to try and distract to silence those whispers, to make our life everything we think it should be. All of that represents bondage to some degree or another. Like Charles Dickens' character Jacob Marley, who's covered in his chains and locks and dragging his strong boxes behind him. Many of us are bound up with things that distract us and come between us and an experience of the love of Christ on display in the cross. But there is power, active, living power that flows from the cross of Jesus Christ through time and space, active, living, and present even here tonight to break those bondages, to pour out the reality of Christ's love for you even now, even here. So this evening as we gather here at the foot of the cross to marvel and to worship and to wonder, don't miss the opportunity to experience the power of the cross, the liberation of the cross. You'll be invited to come up here after uh, some of the prayers and after the cross has been processed around and we've sung our anthems And I'll lay it down on the platform behind me. When you come, take as much time as you need. I'd encourage you, don't just, you know, come, kneel down, make the sign of the cross, and and move about your business. There are brothers and sisters here tonight that need to be ministered to by the power of the cross. Don't rush that. 
That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. Sit with the cross. Ask the Lord to come and identify those places of bondage in you. Ask the Lord by the power of the cross to break those bonds, to remove that scar tissue, to silence those voices. Ask the Lord for a a, a fresh infilling, a fresh heart-level, gut-level knowledge of His love for you. Take the time, brothers and sisters, because that is why we are gathered here. That is why we glory in the cross. Let's pray. Lord, I praise you for your presence by your spirit with us here tonight. And Lord, I pray that as we look intently upon your cross, I I trust you to meet us, to meet your people with the power and the glory of your cross with an outpouring of love, with a liberating freedom. Come, Lord. Come, Lord, we pray.